Hello and welcome back to episode 12, everybody. We had a big win last week, Mr. Tiger Woods getting it done at Augusta, but not going to spend too much time on that. I know you've heard about all of it on TV, the radio, all that good stuff. You've just been flooded with it, so I'm not going to flood you with that. I'm going to focus a little more on the RVC Heritage this week in South Carolina for my fantasy players out there. I will be talking a little Tiger, though, real quick, but again... I know you've been hearing about it all week, so uh, let's get going. For the golf world this last week. Mr. Tiger Woods, as we all know, getting his first major victory since 2008, first Masters since 2005. Of course, the big question asked everywhere is, is he going to catch Jack's major record? Um, I wouldn't bet on it. I wouldn't bet against it. But if I had to, the one stat that I heard over all this talk on the, on the sports radio and ESPN, the one stat I heard that makes me want to say yes is, in the last three majors as he's, that he's played in, so this year's Masters, last year's PGA, and last year's British Open, he's the most under par in those three majors than he's been in any other three majors played in a row. Okay, so clearly the guy is keeping up and playing just as good as a lot of these young bloods, Dustin Johnson, Justin Thomas, Brooks Kepka, a lot of these guys who a lot of people said, you know, Tiger won't be able to to compete with those guys after he comes back from his surgery. So clearly he is after winning the Masters and uh, just playing good golf overall. Tiger Woods, yes, I took him in all three pools that I was in. Only won one of them, though. A lot of people did have T-Dub on their team. Won my office pool, a little $20 pool. Won me a little over 300 Kind of a small, smaller field, but still. Uh, I like Tiger all week simply because he's healthy, uh, we've seen how well he's played over the last six or eight months or so. And when you put him at Augusta, four wins going into this year. I mean, why why wouldn't you pick him? I think it was a clear he was a clear favorite uh, to definitely be in contention on Sunday. Just as a lot of other guys, but um, I just saw him, like I said, healthy, playing well. Uh, why wouldn't you pick him? Tiger Woods, your 2019 Masters champion. Uh, before we talk too much about that, I want to go ahead and move on to the RBC Heritage this week in South Carolina at Harbortown. Going to give you some good picks here. Let's talk about the course real quick, though. Harbortown, par 71 that plays short, just under 7,100 yards, uh, but still not much scoring here. The course averaging the 14th least amount of birdies over the past six years, and the winners in that time frame have finished 9-under, 11-under, you had a jump to 18, back down to 9, 13, and 12, and the cut is typically over par here. Course has very tight fairways and very small greens, and the greens here are actually the smallest on tour. 
small greens here leads to a lot of a lot of low uh, green and regulation numbers historically anywhere from 50 to 61 percent where usually it's close to that 75 percent range uh, typically the approach shot here although the the course is short typically the approach shot still comes from around 150 yards or more uh, because there's not a lot of drivers uh, that are going to be played out here a lot of irons off the tee to keep it in the fairway and give yourself you know a full shot into these small greens so although the course is pretty short a lot of irons being played off the tee so still some some decent approach shots into these small greens with that being said i'm definitely going to be looking at approach statistics and then around the greens as far as scrambling and putting goes so let's look at that real quick one thing i do have to note is weather uh, there's a hundred percent chance of rain on friday and a lot of wind on Friday and Saturday. So a lot of European Tour players in this event. So I'm definitely going to keep that in mind. Some lower ball strikers or players that are used to playing, <coughs> excuse me, playing in the rainy, windier conditions. Okay, but as far as the stats goes that I mentioned, uh, let me actually pull up some of the top names in this tournament so you, so you have an idea who we got. So... Starting from the top, going to the bottom, Dustin Johnson, Francesco Molinari, Xander Schauffele, Bryson DeChambeau, Patrick Cantley, Jordan Spieth, Jim Furyk, Webb Simpson, Kevin Kisner. After that, it drops off quite a bit. So you have about 10 or, or 12 uh, good names in there. And then after that, you still have you know some decent names in the B, what I would call grade B players, Cameron Smith, Mark Leishman, Lucas Glover, uh, Charlie Hoffman, Russell Knox, Cabrera Bayo, Adam Hadwin. So pretty good field this week at the RBC, uh, given that all these players, or most of these players, just got done playing at Augusta last week. But greens and regulation percentage. Looking at that because of these small, tight greens, uh, players can be forced to hit good approaches here at Har Harbor Town. Uh, Matt Kuchar leads the tour at 75% this season. Also a player who can hit the ball uh, fairly low if he wants to. Uh, just below that. Charles Howell, always a good pick. Hardly ever misses cuts. Played well to Augusta last week. I like him. Corey Connors, a recent winner. Ryan Palmer, a Texas player, knows how to hit that ball low. You got Ian Poulter, European tour player, knows how to hit the ball low. Jim Furyk, Emiliano Grillo, Scott Piercy. Kind of to round out that greens and regulation percentage as far as players this week in the field. Also, you got a Lucas Glover. Scrambling. Who can get up and down around the green? Since these greens are very small, okay, you're probably going to have a lot of lot of players trying to get up and down, um, you know, having to chip their way into the weekend. Uh, at the top there, as far as players go in this field, Tommy Fleetwood, whose name wasn't near the top in the greens and regulation percentage on the PGA, but I went ahead and looked at some European tour stats, and his name was inside the top 15 there. Uh, clearly is used to some windy, rainier conditions. Aside from him, on top of that scrambling list, Jim Furyk, Webb Simpson, Dustin Johnson, Patrick Cantley playing very well, Graham McDowell, a former winner here, and Aaron Badley also on that list. Uh, now that I said McDowell's name, I, I just noticed I forgot to mention previous winners here. I have this right in front of me. Uh, last year, winner here was Satoshi Kodera from Japan. Year before that, Wes Bryan. Then you had Brandon Grace, Jim Furyk, who's won here twice, uh, Matt Kuchar. Then it was Graham McDowell and Brant Snedeker. Here's a note. 
Luke Donald has finished runner-up here five times since 2009. Has yet to win here, but has finished either in second or tied for second five times in the last ten years. Okay, got a little sidetracked. So we went through our greens and regulation leaders, our scrambling leaders, and I always like to look at putting. Uh, players who are putting well always tend to find themselves towards the top of the leaderboard. And what I did is I went ahead and looked at one putt percentage. Given the, that these greens are very small, uh, players should have a lot of close birdie looks if they hit the green. And since they are going to be missing a handful of greens, uh, you're going to have a lot of you know up and down short putts for par. So one putt percentage is a little field ski stat I went ahead and looked at. Towards the top of that list, playing this week, Aaron Badley, who, when you look at his name for this year, uh, pretty good stats. He's 8 for 12 on cuts made, three top 10s, and a really fine, you find his name towards the top at a lot of these, a lot of these stats that you can find on PJTour.com. Uh, so clearly, something's going right for him this season. Aaron Badley, not sure if I'm going to have him on my team this week, maybe in a tournament lineup or two. But uh, definitely someone to keep your eyes on this week, Aaron Badley. Another player towards the top of this one-putt percentage stat, Siwoo Kim, who's obviously playing good golf, almost winning the Valero a couple weeks ago, then finishing T21 last week at Augusta. Then just below him, Jordan Spieth, Francesco Molinari, Cam Smith, uh, just a few other names that are inside the top 20 on that one-putt percentage stat for this season. Something to think about. Okay, so clearly uh, I gave you a couple couple stats to look at. You definitely want to look at approaches and around the greens, all sorts of different stats you can find on pjtour.com if you want to get a little more into depth. I'm going to go ahead and get going and give you my DraftKings lineup real quick. Uh, top player for me, I went ahead and picked Matt Kuchar. I think just clearly uh, he's a he's going to make the cut and, and going to be somewhere in there on the weekend. Uh, then I went with Tommy Fleetwood. I had a hard time deciding over him or Jim Furyk. And uh, I went with Fleetwood because, like we talked about, the rainy, windy conditions, I think Tommy's a little more accustomed to that, as well as putting. Uh, Furyk kind of tends to struggle with his putter, where Tommy is just a better, better overall putter. And I think those windy, rainier conditions gives him the upper hand over Furyk. So I have Matt Kuchar. Uh, Tommy Fleetwood, and I went ahead and picked Ben On, someone that I did not mention at all. Ben On from Japan, a very underrated player. He's also in very good form this year and got T7 here last year. Ben On, then below him, I went with my bottom three players are all players who have either won here or just have good history here. Brant Snedeker, who's actually played pretty decent golf this year, even though his numbers don't show it. Graham McDowell, who was a winner overseas a couple weeks ago, and then Luke Donald, uh, not playing a lot of golf, but five second-place finishes here. I think he knows the course. So, again, my DraftKings lineup, Matt Kuchar, Tommy Fleetwood, uh, Brent, uh, Ben On, Brant Snedeker, Graham McDowell, and Luke Donald. Okay, and going to end it with a tip of the week, brought to you by Academy of Golf Dynamics. And, folks, going to give you a very simple but effective training aid to use when you're putting. And that's just using tees, a couple different ways to use tees on the putting green when practicing. Something that we use a lot for our students here at the academy 
uh, to help them with a better stroke, as well as ourselves when we're practicing. And I actually heard Tiger Woods uh, say that using tees, obviously in multiple different ways, is actually the best training aid that you can use on the putting green. One practice I like to do is putting a tee outside the end of my putter head and also on the inside, so two tees on the outside of the putter head there, acting as a gate. You know, just making sure that your putter consistently uh, makes good contact with the ball through that gate. Okay, another good one I like to use, use is putting a tee about three feet in front of my ball, making a stroke like I'm putting to a 10-foot target, and just making sure that my ball is hitting that tee consistent, consistently, and that helps you with your aim. It helps you, uh, helps you know if your ball is starting online or not. So if I have a, if I have a tee... Uh, just a few feet away from my ball, and I make a stroke big enough to a 10 or 15 foot putt, okay, I want to make sure that my ball consistently hits that tee, so that makes that makes me know, you know, whether I'm lined up in the right spot or not from the get-go. You can also put a little gate uh, five feet in front of your ball, go into a longer putt, let's say a 30 foot putt, and again, just making sure your ball is starting online from the get-go, making sure you're lined up correctly helps with your aim. Just some, just some simple, small uh, drills to use with tees on the putting green. You can look up, you know, I'm sure there's hundreds, hundreds out there, but the most important thing is I want to make sure, folks, that you're always kind of working on something when you're on the putting green and not just putting around, you know, trying to make a putt here and there. You know, make sure your stroke's right. Make sure your aim's right. Just always be working on something when you're practicing on the putting green. Okay, that's it for episode 12 here of Vinny's Tour Talk. I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, going to try to get to y'all next week. You can follow me on Instagram at Vinny's Tourcast for updates. And uh, we hope to hear from everybody soon. Thank you all. That it's hard to know just where you're at. We get high. Crazy blue. Like St. Elmo.